Hi guys and welcome to episode 3 of Mixed Mums Podcast. I'm Sarah, I'm hosting this week and I'm joined by the lovely Esther and Sam. Hi! Hi. Um, So just before we kick off, obviously we're on episode 3 now. Uh, You'd think this would come natural to us but we've just absolutely pissed our pants because (laughs) we started, this is about the fifth time, we've not even got to a minute yet and I've realised I've put the wrong music on, I've not recorded it, I haven't pressed a button I should have pressed, so fifth time lucky, here we go. Deep breath, deep breath. We're all right. Um, So what we do want to say, just genuinely from the three of us, we've had such lovely, lovely feedback from the last session um, with Luby talking about her bottle feeding and also the post-pregnancy body image. I think a lot of you could kind of relate to what we were talking about there. So a massive, massive thank you. Um, And we do want to say as well that obviously this is us, we're talking, a lot of our topics have come from you guys. We've had loads of um, lovely comments and um, interaction on our instagram which is mixed.mams.podcast and we've also got our facebook page which again is mixed.mams.podcast so um if there's anything that you guys feel passionate about that you want to you would like to come and talk to us about or you would like to hear us talk and laugh about as well then please do get in touch with us um if you want to stay anonymous and it be confidential we can have a crack about stuff that's absolutely fine or if you're dead chatty like us three and you want to come on and have a bit of a talk then we'd absolutely love to welcome you into the studio with us and we'd um we do now have wine and we will have lots of laughs as well <laughs> so yeah so um episode three then what has the topics jar got in store for us today oh, esther's got it esther's turn this week you go for it oh, yeah yeah i was glad you go. That, right <laughs> Oh, here it oh, is. exciting drum roll. Lockdown loneliness. Mm. Oh, good one. You know what? I'm, I'm going to actually start doing because I'm really good at accent, accents. Like, I'm so good at them. Like, <gasps> different accent every time. Different accent every time. Wow. Oh, I love that. Definitely. Okay. So, lockdown loneliness. <gasps> uh, Scottish. <laughs> <laughs> German. <Scouse. laughs> oh. You are joking. I was joking. Yeah, I'm good. It's in my blood. I'm I'm really good good accents. Okay. Honestly. So yeah, lockdown loneliness. Who wants to start here? (laughs) How has it been for everybody during COVID-19? Stuck at home? I'm going to admit, at first, I absolutely loved it. And a bit of me didn't want to come out of lockdown. I didn't. I just loved it. It was in my whole little bubble with my family and it was perfect. Whereas... Now it's dragging on a bit, and I'm like, oh, I'm I'm ready to be back out now. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. But is that it? That was so undramatic. When did we get to me? Christ, <laughs> for me, um, I still went to work. My children attended a hub school, um, which was a big decision for me. I, whether that was pressure from other people, I felt yeah. maybe a little bit. Was I doing the right? Oh, I got emotional already. Was it the right thing? Was it not the right thing? But you know what? For me, it massively was. My, my daughter struggles with her... Um, <laughs> oh, don't you love me, Kayan? <laughs> struggles with her confidence. So um, for her to go there and like, be obviously around different teachers all the time. So was it a different school, Yeah, it was different a different school. Oh, yeah, the hub at first. 
was just like a massive thing and, and she's just massively come out of her confidence and she's just she's just a different girl so for us it was it was amazing That's and obviously I had to go to work um, and I do struggle with the whole work life family life balance oh, I, yeah. I do massively struggle with that because when I'm at work I try and give like everything that I've got yeah then my kids were there at first and it was just like, oh, I was pulling my hair out, I was really struggling. I felt like my mental health was just like, what is going on? I've yeah. never felt like this before. Um, so yeah, at first it was like kind of normal, like I said. Um, I felt that the, for me, it's more the friendship thing. Yeah. Because as I say every time, I like going out and I like <laughs> no. doing things. <laughs> So it was like obviously seeing different friends. Some friends didn't you'd obviously well at first you couldn't see anybody, could yeah, you? No. Yeah. So for a long period of time it was like we were doing online quizzes. Yeah. Oh, friends, I love Jester's online love quizzes. Quiz, love quiz. Um, we were just like FaceTime, WhatsApp, all yeah. those kind of things. It was funny because there was a point like where every time I contacted you, I was like, "Do you want to go for a walk? Do you want to do this? Blah 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 blah." And you were like, "Oh, I'm on a quiz tonight. Family quiz tonight." <laughs> I was like, "Jesus." <laughs> Every night was family goddamn quiz night. No, All oh, right, okay. <laughs> Felt like every night. So yeah, I think yeah, for me it was more that kind of thing. You know, what, and don't get me wrong, it was lovely because. I'm not in the house all the time, you know, so I've got to spend that quality time with my kids and my husband more than I ever would have. Lucky buggers. I know, exactly. I don't know if Ryan would have said that. I know, I would have. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to be sarcastic there. I wasn't being nice. Um, I saved a load of money. Oh, um, so yes. So that was good. But yeah, I, I did feel quite lonely, especially as well at work, because I was still going to work. I, I wasn't allowed in the office, so I was based from home. So it's like, you're not being with your colleagues and the banter yeah. and the crack. Oh, proper missed so that. So I did, I did struggle with that. Mm. Um, but now things are starting to get better. I've got some friends who are happy to meet up, some friends that weren't, but yeah. we can still contact via text, whatever. So and that's nice. it. You've just got to be respectful, haven't you? Because Absolutely. I kind of feel like I'm... Like, um, um, have you finished now? Because I don't want to butt in because I know that I am... All right. I'm, <laughs> I'm so glad. <laughs> Because I know I'm really good at putting in, um, so you can tell it's me to pipe down. It's who you are, just, just like, roll with it. I always put in on Sam. That's it. I've got to put Sam, it's not going to be able to get a, a word in anyway. I'll just sit quiet, but like. So, um, my lockdown, wow, it's um, it's been really shitty for me, to be honest. Um, as I'm sure you've all picked up in episode one, all that time ago, um, I'm living with my parents, my mum's in her 60s my dad is also in his 60s and my mum has health conditions that to be honest at the start of all of this she absolutely crapped herself she was so worried um and then we had the added dynamic of um split fair uh, split families <coughs> slash and here I am going to interrupt intru- on. on you but Ugh. how was it for you did you feel like oh mum you're overreacting a little bit because I feel like at first people were a bit in denial like oh is it free? it'll be fine you no, know I think because um I've, I've obviously I've got family over in Italy and I was kind of getting messages from them they were in they they live near Venice they were near where all of that absolute horrendous shit kicked right off and um, thankfully they were all all right but because I had it from them and I understood what they were going through and then it was the whole thing of you know like kids have been left with grandparents and grandparents have died and older people are dying and <clears throat> anyone over 60 anyone over 70 men are more at risk and it's like, oh my God, like, what the hell? What do yeah. you do again? So I think because I had that influence from an early an early thing, but I will say, like, my cousin, she's only in her early 20s, and when it first kicked off and they were telling people not to go to Venice, she was like, oh, man, the media are making it out to be something that it's not. It's absolutely fine. Like, it's ruining our, our economy. And within four days of that, she was like, honest to God, Sars, like, this is horrific. It was awful. So I think because I had that, 
that influence from somewhere else, I was a bit like, this is real. Like, this is really bad. So, I mean, I went to Monaco, um, I think it was about the 13th of March, and coming back, when we were there, France shut down like it locked down so it's like I came back didn't really know what to do so me um, and the person that I went with decided that that because we were in the airport whilst France was locked down obviously there was a reason it was locked down that we would um, do what we felt was right which was self-isolate for a week so like my lockdown started on the 16th of March um, I hadn't seen my, my children for like four days which was what I was expecting because I, I was away um, and then when I came back and I realised actually I, that then had implications on me seeing my kids and I couldn't see them on Mother's Day because it was the Mother's Day the weekend after and I wasn't going to see them till the Monday. And then I was thinking, am I overreacting? Do I need to self-isolate? But then I thought, that speaking to other people and other mums from schools in our little group on Facebook, it was like... I, do you know what, if I brought that and gave that to my children who then were fine but then carried it to somebody else whose grandparent died, I just couldn't live with myself. So we, we took that decision to, to self-isolate and it was horrendous. Um, so yeah, so when you're saying there about do you think people, you maybe felt like your mum was overreacting, I, I know my mum was genuinely really or worried. Or not even your mum, like just people who no. haven't got any health yeah. concerns yeah. like me, yeah, well, I was probably a little bit like, oh, I'd be fine. But yeah, that's fair do. So then we had that dynamic of... <laughs> The girls are with me and then they're with the dad and then I don't know what he's doing and I can't tell him what he can and can't do. And equally, I didn't want him to not see the girls because that I would never, ever do that. So it was kind of like, shit, this is real. How the hell as a family do we do we manage this? Um, I, I took the decision to move out. Uh, moved out for a few weeks and it just was not going to work at all. So circumstances beyond my control, I ended up back at home with my mum and dad um, and absolutely shitting myself because the girls were going with their dad he's got a partner who has her children and they go to their dad so it's like when you think about it and and I think this is what we've come to kind of realize now that the government are like right these are the rules you can do this but you can't do that it it doesn't uh, they can't ever totally eradicate like person to person yeah yeah contact do you know what I mean yeah so what they're trying to do is make the best out of the situation that they can and be as clear as possible which I know sometimes they're not but (laughs) Christ (laughs) go to work don't go to work yeah (laughs) I remember (laughs) one night someone saying to me yeah you're not allowed to drink alcohol and I was like oh my god are you kidding me yeah from tomorrow the my friend works in the co-op and they've told her they're stopping selling alcohol and then my other mate was like I thought alcohol killed it (laughs) 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 yeah that's kind of different so yeah but um obviously as time went on um so I was living with my mum and my dad not really going to work um and feeling guilty for not going to work only having the girls 50% of the time then feeling guilty because I only had them 50% of the time and then not knowing what to do and then I had my own troubles that I was going through and I like my mental health probably suffered quite a lot in those days where like and I'm talking about this even though I'm not 100% comfortable because I, I don't want to do that whole I'm going to get judged thing but I have really suffered with my mental health through lockdown because of um probably the girls and the situation and I I felt really like there was nothing I could do to control anything yeah. so everything was so out of my control and there was days where literally the girls would go at the dads I knew that I had three nights off let's say and for those three days and three nights all I really wanted to do was just lay in my bed I didn't want anyone to talk to me I didn't want to do anything I just wanted to be left alone because that's just how I felt and it was really really shitty um 
And then obviously his lockdown started getting lifted because, to be fair, if I was in my own house, I'd probably have let like my mates come and sit in my garden before they were allowed to. Sorry if anyone's hating me right now, but <laughs> I know a lot of people did it and I probably would have felt like it. But when I was at my mum and dad's, I couldn't, nobody could come round. And like, I'm used to seeing my friends. Mine, like before I lived with my mum and dad, my house was a house that all of my friends would kind of land on and we'd, I, I was really social. And then I've moved in there and it's like, I can't really do that. And then covid happened and i can't do it even more so I, like i really really struggled but the last few weeks obviously things have started moving my friends have started coming around thankfully my mum and dad went on holiday for six nights to scotland so Ooh. i was like <laughs> um i can't find the laughy button or the clappy <laughs> button quick enough so that you <laughs> oh i'll get to grips with it um so yeah so it was absolutely now it's fine and obviously i'm getting out and, and enjoying myself i went to the pub the other week wasn't much i know i know that's for another time (laughs) (laughs) not much social distancing going on in pubs to be fair but you know like that's it's just how it is but i did i'm kind of feeling like i've got my little positive head on absolutely loving life at the minute going to work when i can i I really missed work like i've been in there today yeah. yeah um not every day but i've been in there today and i've seen loads of people and i've just been like happy it's, yeah. it's so nice yeah. and I'm like oh and even though like a proper wind about my job I'm like oh for good go to work blah 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 but oh man I've absolutely loved it I mean tomorrow I'm actually excited about going to work yeah. tomorrow I so. suppose for me as well something that kept me going is like I had a friend who had to isolate like the whole I'm getting emotional again. <laughs> honestly this is what's going on with me um and she she was in the house her husband and her two kids from day dot, like, as oh soon as God. they didn't leave the house, they got Asda deliveries. And I thought, you know what, how amazing, like, they're doing that and I'm twining. I can, you know, yeah. I'm, they're not twining, I'm twining because I can't go out the house. Like, I need to kind of rein it in a bit and yeah. kind of realise that there's other people in worse situations than yeah. me. But my brother's still in full lockdown. Really? Yeah, because he, he's got cancer and during lockdown actually had major surgery down at Christie's wow. in Manchester so he's only came out for luckily he was able to carry on with chemo and things like that mm. uh, so he came out for that um and then like I say he had this major surgery a couple of weeks ago so he's still on complete lockdown and to be honest he's as sociable as me so he's, he's kind of <laughs> loving it too but um <laughs> Um, to drag Sammy but, today. <laughs> <laughs> I like being at home. Um, but yeah, I don't know. He's got a fear in him, I think. And it's kind of like, it's kind of going to have to be like prized out. out mm-hmm. of it. He's got, he's, he's so frightened. And to be honest, I can totally get yeah, it. Like yeah, when he's been so ill Sorry. and he's had so much going through, the thought of even, well, when you're going through chemo, a common cold can kill you, never mind anything yeah. else. So COVID is just, so yeah, they've, him and his wife and their two-year-old little boy. So Harry, I'm oh, missing them like crazy. And um at the start of lockdown, I didn't see them for a week. I didn't, just, just over the phone and things like that, and the same usual. And then he needed something, so I dropped it off on the doorstep and then went to the window to see them. And it was the most, oh, I loved seeing them. But then I got in the car and I cried all the way Aww. home because all I wanted to do was to properly see them and you kind yeah. of, he's gone through so much. Mm. And my family are really, really close um, and me and my sister have found it really hard that we haven't been able to be there to support them. Like, even, yeah. like, with his surgery, he wasn't allowed anyone in. His wife had to drop him off at the door oh, at Manchester oh, and then pick him up afterwards. And it was just, like, we knew... It was just horrendous, the thought of that. Um, 
So, yeah, so it's kind of, in one way, I've loved lockdown, but there's bits of it I don't Yeah, like I think it, there's definitely, like, yeah. pros and cons, but absolutely. Think, yeah, so for, for people that have got health conditions, the fear in them, oh, it must be horrendous, and the loneliness. <coughs> and, what, and what support are they getting, these people? Uh, somebody supporting them to kind of be like, you know, there are, these like I've, beats, Yeah, or? I've got a little friend. <laughs> a little friend. A little <laughs> friend. <laughs> 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 I'm saying she could be a fella. It could be a he. That was very presumptuous of you, Esther. Um, I have a friend, not a little one, just a normal-sized friend. Um, Five foot. <laughs> She is female, um, and she's amazing, just in case she's listening. I love her. And she works um, in a place whereby they're actually getting food packages and stuff together. All right. Um, and they are they are giving them to genuinely the needy. Um, so not families who are normally on benefits, because to be fair, like, let's get it out there. If you're normally on benefits, you really shouldn't be any worse off than what you normally are anyway. Yeah. But if you think that there's... And, and so they shouldn't really get that. They've got the normal access to food banks and all that yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. that they get, which is absolutely fair dues, and I fully support that. But then when you've got families that you think who genuinely have parents who are self-employed... Like, I've got a friend um, who... She's self-employed. She's not long been self-employed, so she didn't get anything. And then her partner worked as a contractor, so he was furloughed. So if you think about actually the reduction in that money coming yeah. into that house, like that is that is massive. It's Absolutely, it, it is. So oh. that I think there has been quite a lot of of really good support. I know Cleetmoor we had like a COVID support yeah, group yeah, as well did, that were yeah. really really good. But I think community. If anything, for me, lockdown has been good in the sense of. It's probably given us all that time to slow down, <clears throat> sorry, and really think about how we are and yeah. what we want out of life. And you know, like, can we help people? Do you know yeah. what I mean? It really, really has done that. And and I think that's what I think's really nice about it. It's it's probably changed a lot of people. Uh, I know yeah, their views. Yeah. But the other thing is, a lot of people have been very judgmental. Oh yeah. Do you know what I hear? Do you know what I heard? Um, when people put stuff on Facebook and they're like, oh my God, they're not social distancing. And I think, do you know what, right? If I was at a party and wasn't social distancing, I wouldn't choose to put it on Facebook personally or any social media because I I think it's just quite disrespectful. But if I did, like I don't expect people to be there saying, oh, they didn't socially distance or they've they've gone within two metres of me. And I think, right, come on, get an absolute grip. Like, let's just stop it. We're all trying our best. No one's going out there nastily or maliciously to go and be within somebody's two metre space. Yeah. Yeah. Do you not think social media, the whole thing, it just got crazy? I know with Facebook, I just wanted to delete it all. It just, every time I went on, like you say, it was judgment. Really? Like, yeah, yeah, negativity, judgmental. It was just horrendous. And it just felt like, oh, being preached at constantly. And I just got, it made me really nervous. Mm. And I was like, oh, what am I doing? I think if I'm honest, like, I was maybe a little bit judgmental, especially around the whole working thing. Because I feel like, you know, if I was classed as a key worker and... It was difficult because obviously I was putting my children into a hub school, feeling like I was getting judged, which I was. I know how fine well I was. Really? And, oh, absolutely. Of course. I know I was. Of course. I was. People are like, why would you put your kids in school? I mean, yet again, it's all social media. And Who what, gives a shit? I know. Exactly. Like, but, that's what I think. Yeah. And I think. But then I also feel like, you know what, I'm here working my backside off. Yeah. And I've got other people around me who I know also work and have also got kids, but they've got their kids at home. So to me, they're not giving their job all. That, yeah. That's how I. That, all that's the personally kids. how I felt. All their kids. Well, maybe all the kids. 
But that, and that's, that's not me judging there. That I'm just putting it out there. You know, that's another perspective that when you're trying to work from home and you've got a little child or small children, how much can you really genuinely yeah. look after them? Yeah. So I feel like I was very... In, maybe more inside than I was obviously out, but I did used to think, you know what, like you could happily put your kids in that school. But then I used to kind of be like, you know, that's not, it's not my, it's nothing to do with yeah. me. You know, I've got to let people be people. Yeah, yeah. And if that's what look- they want to do, then that's absolutely fine. But it, it did used to, I used to be like, I'm here, work on my backside. I've probably done more hours than, than I ever did. Yeah. And then I've got other people that I'm aware of and know that didn't. And, and it did used to bug me a little bit. Mm. Did. I'm, I'm going to be honest. Yeah, that right or wrong, but that that's kind of how I felt a little bit. Yeah, like my work have been absolutely amazing, and uh, absolutely hats off to them because on the days that I went in, obviously on the days that I didn't have the girls for so long, we were told not to go in, work from home if we can. At that time, I couldn't, and then it was kind of like we slowly got ramped up. I went in and started sorting stuff out at work. Um, to try and kind of, like, I'm a builder manager, so I had to try and get, like, all the signage in place, risk assessments, all of that stuff before all of the, like, hordes started going back into work. So I, I went in, but for a long time I didn't, and work for a long time were like, you know, we understand if you've got your children, you, 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 if you can work from home, that's fine, if not, come into work. But again, even, like, from an employer perspective, like, how the hell do you sort that out? Because from, from what I understand, there's some people that work for a company... Yeah, so what I don't get from like um, an employing, employer point is that the, there's maybe big companies out there whereby some of the people are working all day, every day and the usual hours and some people are working like hardly anything. And like we've had people coming in and being like, oh, I'm only doing these many hours today and then I'm going home. And it's like, well, you didn't work. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But, you know, that's, that's just going to come. I think it's just come. each to their own, you know, because, like, obviously, I'm a, I was saying I'm a key worker, if you want to say. Don't she's she's doing the little, um, <laughs> you know, that little friends thing, like the two, when you put two little things. And obviously, if I family members that were, you know, shields, and then it would probably be different. different. That's but it. I'm coming from an angle where I didn't, you know, yep. all my family are fitting well. I'm very lucky in that sense, you know, so that's kind of the angle I, I, I was coming from just before all the haters are going to hate. But <laughs> <laughs> it is, it's all personal personal difference isn't it like yeah, I'm a stay-at-home mum so I, I had my kids at home I didn't send mine to school yeah. and my yeah. husband is a contractor luckily he didn't get furloughed or lost his job or anything he's managed to work from home we had to put a yurt in the garden mind and turn oh, it into an office the yurt. so oh, we'll, what an excuse yeah. <laughs> love the yurt love the yurt we do so <laughs> we, we started in I the yurt I was just going to say mixed mums was actually born in the yurt <laughs> it was amazing oh my god we went to Sam's this one night and we just talked and talked and talked and Esther was like I think we should do it I think we should do it and we were like oh oh my god got together had a few cuppers some Maltesers and oh my god it was like right we, we're gonna do it it was like therapy it actually. was, it was. <laughs> these two like I, I, and I will obviously go on about how oh, like I've had a bit of shit and blah 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 oh my god these two have absolutely been my total counsellors they've been amazing they have I I love them (laughs) don't cry Esther I do (laughs) (laughs) anyone got anything else then that they want to have a crack about on that that with lockdown god there'll always be more that we can add in I think that you never know maybe in some other sessions there might be something else yeah and things are going to change aren't they you know maybe for the better maybe for the worse I think like it has absolutely they are so next thing then uh, we've decided that we are going to play a little game. Woo-hoo. <laughs> <laughs> I, w- I was googling last night with my uh, my sister. It was a couple of nights ago. My sister's round. We were absolutely 
howling. Like, I, I will say one that we did, and because I'm not going to use it, but it was, would you rather um, not be able to talk ever again or not be able to have sex ever again? <gasps> oh, man. So we had a proper good crack about it. We were about laughing. people who were into a bit of role play? Yeah, so then I was like... <laughs> <laughs> so I said, well, what if you couldn't really enjoy the whole sex thing unless there was talk? Well, how does that work? Do you know what I mean? And then she, she like, changed it a bit and went, well, is it just, is it just actual sex? Like... The Willy Gorney. <laughs> oh, is that? Can you do other stuff, or is that banned? And I was like, oh, I don't really know what the rules are, but we could. I know yeah. we couldn't really come to a conclusion. <laughs> so um, I am gonna kick off with my. Oh God, I can't unlock my goddamn phone. Oh, here, she um, goes. here we go. Here we go. Here we go. So um, my would you rather is would you rather lose the ability to lie or believe everything that you're told. <laughs> if you could see their faces who were like what what would you rather do oh lose the ability to lie I'm going to go with that Okay. Or, or what was the other one? Or believe everything that you're told. Oh, because oh, you're no. taught some shit, are you? Yeah. No. Do you know what I the thing is, though? No. I, I believe everything anyways. I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am really gullible. I'm, I'm so naive. <laughs> I am so naive. Yeah. And they're like, what, you really believe that? I'm like, what? what? Is that not true? <laughs> oh, I thought that was... All right, okay. <laughs> so what was yours then, Sam? You decided uh, they... oh, you were going to lose the ability to lie. Yeah. What about Father Chris? Sorry if any <gasps> kids are listening. <gasps> If any kids are listening, oh, <laughs> oh, what? I think. Do we need to? kids are listening? If any kids are listening, <laughs> um, well, Sarah's going to retract what she's saying here. <laughs> Did I? Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> Should I move on to well, that? <laughs> Would you rather drink two liters of wee or two oh. liters of sweat? Oh. <laughs> I think. Because wee's quite good for you, isn't it? That's what I'd say. I would. I would totally. It depends who's sweat. Oh, it's gone. The like, sweat like lingers. I yeah, just, I don't but, know. Oh, that's up. still fine. Oh, oh, I know, but. Can I, this sort of links into a conversation me and my brother and my sister were having, though. <laughs> um, when we were kids. <laughs> oh, no, you didn't drink each other's piss. Oh, God, no. <laughs> No, it's, it sounds wrong. I'm sorry if I put this on, but we used, to, they, we used to have sugar puffs for breakfast. Did anyone have sugar puffs? I love a sugar puff. Never really oh, I don't even know if you can buy them. Yeah, we, you we, can. Can you, you still can, buy them? Yeah. Well, we were talking about this. And my brother, to torture us, would leave his wee in the toilet after because it stunk of sugar, sugar puffs. puffs. <laughs> Honestly, oh God, my God. I never thought of sugar puffs. Me and my sister were talking about it yesterday. And my sister was like, oh, God, can you still buy them? Because that's ranted. Mikey leaving his wee <laughs> in the toilet because of the smell of sugar wow. puffs. Oh, oh siblings. Exactly. So I would say wee, but as long as it wasn't a sugar, sugar puff, puff wee. Yeah, so, but as well, the other thing is it depends on whose sweat it was. Oh. That's the other thing, to be fair. I don't understand how people are still sweating. Like, yeah, okay, sweat, but smelling. Like, I oh. just don't understand. Like, I just don't get it. Like, put a bit of Mitchum on. Like, you know, it's <laughs> class. <laughs> there are you know other, I mean, other products are available Sorry, at, yeah. at the supermarket. I use Dove. I use Dove with, like, Dove's cucumber. Dove's like, 16-year-olds. Oh, well, there you go, baby. <laughs> So I, I think it's Dove. Along it's with like, Charlie Red. 
Charlie Red? What's Charlie Red? Are you talking me? What? I know what Charlie Red is. Yeah, it's like an impulse spray. Like a spray that you. I thought you were getting my jammy red wine mixed up with Charlie Red. I was going to say kids don't drink jammy red wine. (laughs) Asshole. Anyway, right, Sam, your turn. Oh mine. Let's see. Would you rather lose your vision or your hearing? Oh, this is a hard one, this. I feel like mine would have to be my hearing. Because at least then... then you never hear music again. I know, that is exactly... Yeah, but you can feel that shit. (laughs) Oh, that was deep. (laughs) That was deep. Do you know, people who are deaf, deaf, actually (laughs) can feel it. If it's loud enough, it's like... The palpitations, like yeah, that shit. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, that is but a good imagine one. never seeing your kids smile or your grandchild. <gasps> Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Oh, true. So if you lost your hearing, you'd never hear them twining. I'm go, oh, I'm definitely. Go with yeah, hundred percent. Hundred percent. That just definitely. Yeah, hands down. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell we're all mothers. <laughs> right, are we on to the second? Are we on to the second? Are we ready? Yes. Are we ready? Yes. Right, who's doing it? Are you doing it again, Esther? Yes. Esther well. loves the topic jar. This is just <laughs> <a favorite. laughs> She's fucking crazy. Right, what's coming out the topic jar? Here we go. Have you ever heard any noisier paper than that? <laughs> <laughs> like, wait, let's see as much noise as I can make with a bit of paper. Oh, this ties in really well. Mental health. Ooh, wow, I like it. There's so many ways we can go with this. We definitely can. Holy moly. Who wants to go there, Sarah? Should we start with you? Oh, you're kidding me. <laughs> right, so... Um, obviously I have spoken a little bit about this, that I have struggled with my mental health. And I think I'm starting to realise that whilst I labelled myself as having depression. Sorry guys, that's just me pouring a glass of milk. <laughs> a jammy red, get me some in there please. Yeah, so whilst I had kind of thought, yeah, I'm depressed, I've, I've got depression and I have and am on medication for. So I'm on, what am I on? Sertraline. Yeah, um, just a low dose of it, not that that matters. Um, but when we put this in the jar, I was a bit like, oh, shit, I don't really know how much I want to open up. And obviously, it's my choice to share what whatever it is I want to share. But I also think that there's such a stigma around mental health, um, medication. I've got members of my family, um, especially the goddamn Italians, don't believe in any kind of... Um, medication or anything so like when I go over there my auntie's always really goddamn judgmental about everything including my the fact that I am on um, medication um and this is one thing that I hope I'm not going to get upset about and I I am going to share purely because I think it's really really important and if I didn't share it I'd kind of feel like I was being quite unfair because I wasn't being really honest and I know that when we talked about this in the yurt (laughs) we all said what we wanted to do was just be real and be ourselves so um, I am going to share this. and we for you, girl. Oh, thanks. <laughs> yeah, I'll just take a little swig of my wine. <laughs> the wine will power you through. We've got it, we've got it. <clears throat> so, I am on uh, medication that I've been on for probably about three years on and off. Um, at some points, I've been really crap at taking it. But what I was trying to kind of get to was... I, sorry, yeah? just what is it that stops people from taking medication? Because to me who doesn't take medication, yeah, I've struggled with my mental health. To me, if I was on medication 
and the doctor said you need to take this to make you feel better mm-hmm. that would be something that i would make a priority it's like putting your knickers on you don't forget that do you you do so <laughs> you don't you forget that <laughs> let's not get personal now come on these guys are still getting to know me we're so in episode a, three a serious question though what what is it is it because you're just feeling that low no what, what is it that because i'm dead unorganized i'm oh, not right, okay. so um some days i'll take it or i did and then some days I'd forget and then I'd be like, oh, I'm all right. And then I'd start getting dizzy. So if anyone's on sertraline or any medication like that whatsoever, do not start, stop taking it because that that really, really screws you up. And it's I've been there. I've done it. I was dizzy. I was disorientated. It was horrendous. Um, thought that could power through it and get off them because I didn't need to be on them. Um, and what I was trying to explain a little bit earlier with the whole mental health thing is like we, we're really quick to put labels on it like depression or um psychosis or anything like that um and I think that I thought I was maybe depressed um but actually my depression comes in or my my feelings of not great mental health whatever I want to label them as comes in as sadness so like when I'm down um I feel really really sad and I I hear that and this is something that I'm not really 100% sure of but I hear that depression is actually an imbalance of chemicals in your brain and that's why people take medication to kind of level those um levels of whatever it is in there to the right to the right place um and I'm not sure whether that's what I've got or I've just got really chronic sadness because I when I get into a really bad place I just feel really sad. I don't want to talk to anybody. I don't want to see anybody. And then I feel like when I do talk to people, I've kind of got to put a big smile on my face and act as if everything's okay. And it's not. But then if I start whinging and saying to people, oh, I feel like this, I feel like, oh God, no one's going to want to be around me because I'm just a whingy little bastard. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Sorry, that was a really bad swear word for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it would have to come from you. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Sorry, ma'am, if you're listening to this. Um, but the thing that I was a little bit angsty about talking about was um, the fact that I actually have... <clears throat> counsellor so I started during lockdown um there was a pretty shitty thing that had, had gone on and um I contacted this lady to try and help me in some way to kind of mediate between me and another person and actually I ended up talking to her she was amazing um I've checked it out with her Judy do you feel like lockdown made it worse yeah. And so I needed to counsel her. Absolutely. But that but I didn't get in contact and reach out for her to counsel me. But oh. after her listening to how I was and how I reacted to stuff, I, she felt like she could help me. And actually what I think over the last so this has only been like maybe say the last ten weeks. I've maybe had eight, nine sessions with her. So Judy's amazing. Um, and she's just, I, I actually look forward to having a little crack with her on the phone because I know that when people have, or when people don't know about counsellors, I think what their perception is, is that you go in. Sofa. Yeah, <laughs> you lie on a sofa, someone sits there with a clipboard and this, yes. that and the other and it, and, and you're judged. And I, I just want to say for anyone who's genuinely, genuinely worried about their own mental health, um, I did try the first step situation it was all really slow and this kind of just accidentally happened um and I, I, I pay for it so at the beginning I was like oh god I don't really want to pay when I can get it for free but then I thought I used to go to to the gym and pay 35 quid for a PT session to make my body better so why am I bothered about paying to make yeah. my mind better but because yeah. it wasn't visual I was like oh, I don't want to pay don't. and I thought Do you know what Sarah screw it you, you need to sort yourself out but I think what what I've learned um through my counsellor is actually 
that I am um, a catastrophizer. So I don't think that's a word. <laughs> Esther looked at me <laughs> then like, Sam's, what? Sam's the teacher. Sorry, is that a, is that a word? No, well, probably not. good to me. Well, yeah, it's, that's right. what happens like in my head. So something happens, um, like I'm really angsty about time. So, I, and I, this has come from somewhere, I don't really know where it's come from, but I get really anxious about time and stuff. Um, and I, I'm terrible for it, I really am. And, and I think that the worst thing ever is going to happen, and I think what my counsellor has helped me to deal with is actually, so what? So you're late. And what? what is the worst thing that can happen? Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And, and then she does this thing called like an anxiety cycle. And I don't know if anybody else listening knows about this, but basically, and I think everyone should know this because this is dead yeah, important. Yeah, well, you told right? me about it the other day on the phone. So it's like, if you have um, anxiety, what that does is it, 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 it manifests itself in your body. And it, um, if you don't breathe properly... Um, or you have too much air and too much oxygen what that does is that actually makes your anxiety worse so if you're aware of people's anxiety and you see when people are anxious that they start breathing really heavily the the heavier that they breathe they take more oxygen in and it actually makes their anxiety worse it's like this anxiety cycle so all this counsellor has done is she hasn't told me I'm right or wrong or anything else she's actually given me some really good perspective and given me ways to I'm gonna say cope but I don't really think that cope is the right word because it's kind of I'm a lot more self-aware now than what I ever was and I and I can see when I'm in a situation if I start getting dead angsty I'm like oh god right what is the worst that is going to happen yeah. and it's just given me that technique of it's okay yeah everything's going to be fine tools, handy tools, That's, aren't they, to honestly use? that is absolutely all it is so I would I would absolutely say that anybody that is out there feeling a bit crap you know reach out talk to people it's all right I, you know I, I've just told the whole of goddamn Cumbria and everyone else that's <laughs> listening that I'm, I've got I do have a counsellor and she won't be with me forever but I absolutely I love her to death and I've only yeah. had about nine or ten I sessions with her I think that's the thing I think when you I mean I felt down before I, I, to the point where I've been asked if I wanted to go on medication and yeah. for personal reasons I haven't wanted to do and that. that's fine um but I feel like it's got to come from you. I feel mm-hmm. like I say yeah. this a lot lately to my friends. To me. <laughs> to me. To, whether that's me losing weight, whether that's me sorting my mental health out, whether that's me sorting my house out, my yeah. kids out, whatever. It's got to come from me. Yeah. And that's what you've got to find. And I feel like going to counselling and going to First Steps or all the other whatever, places yeah. that are out there, which what we will do is we'll put a list of them all on. Um, our Instagram. Yeah, Instagram. and mine. Yeah, and there's those, loads yeah. and loads and loads that we could list. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's got to come from you. And I find that some people, when you feel on that law, and myself as well, you're trying to find somebody to fix you. Yeah. And that isn't going to happen. Yeah. It really, really isn't. And and, I, and, and I'm saying this because it, it's coming from a place where I've been before. And it, it really, really has just got to come from you. 100%. So, yeah, so for, for example, when people have, like, I've been to the doctors and they said go on medication, for me, there's something in my head or that I feel like, you know, I could go on this medication and, and that's going to help me for a period of time, but how am I going to get off it? It's got, it's like I say, it's got to come from me. Mm-hmm. So what what's the point in me going on it? But then I also know people who've been on it for periods of time and that's when they really, really, really can't find a way and can't see a positive. Yeah. And I think that's something else as well, like, 
for when something bad happens to me, I was talking to a friend about this recently, actually, we try and think of like how we can get out of it. So mm. think about how can we solve this? How is it going to make it better? But I, and I wonder if people who are struggling like myself, who has, but I feel like I can find a way, maybe that's a technique of yeah. mine that I don't a little even coping technique, yeah, getting yourself now. out of the shit, absolutely. Yeah, he's, he's, he's able to make me, so I don't need to go on medication and I can cope day to day because I know that there's been days that my husband, here I go again, has struggled, you know, like it affects your partner, it affects yeah. your, your friends, it affects all those things. <laughs> so being on medication was like an easy fix, I felt for yeah. me. Yeah, and it wasn't going to get to the core, was it? No, it wasn't going to get to the core. And if I'm honest, I don't even think that I have got to the core still. Yeah. Um, and I'm working on that emotionally. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um. But, and, you know, but it's easy to, it's a struggle for them as well. You know yeah. what I mean? And, like, I feel like when you're on your periods, things like that can affect... Oh, so I actually really wanted... To, I, so I know I really... I've talked a hell of a lot. I'm really sorry. <laughs> but I kind of feel really... You know, when I was talking before about that passion, I feel like I am so passionate about mental health. Um, so one thing I will say to all you ladies out there is um, one bit of advice I would absolutely give you is know your goddamn period. So what I will say is, um, I also felt like, not saying that I'm a professional, I'm not telling anybody else this is the case for them, but I felt like... doctor. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm getting good at this period shit. (laughs) That's another thing that we need to talk about. It's rare he comes once a month. Me and Sam are probably the same. (laughs) Shut up! So, um, one thing I will say is that I I made the decision about three, four months ago now to come off my contraception. I was on the pill and I've probably been on every single bit of contraception that you could ever imagine. Um, But I've been on the pill. (laughs) (laughs) So, so, um, yeah, I have been on every single. contraception not diet jesus <laughs> that you could think of and i've been on the pill i was on dinette for a long long time and decided a few months ago that because i'd been reading up about my periods and um or everybody else's periods for that matter um it was something that i was going to try because i felt like it my cycle does really impact on my mental health so i've came off my pill and feel a whole lot better but at the same time i don't think i can really attribute my feeling better to that because obviously we're doing the podcast which gives me loads of lovely stuff to do and I absolutely love doing it and talking and hanging out with you ladies um I've also um started doing a lot of reading so I'm reading what's that book that you gave me the Louise here yeah how to heal yourself how to heal yourself it's all about not bothering about what people think and just doing what you need to do for you um and a few of Fern Cotton's books but I think one thing that um is really important to a woman is a cycle so you could say something to me on day seven and I'd be like yeah no bother mate not bothered what's crack blah blah and then you could say something to me on day 21 these days are made up um, and I could be absolutely so upset angry confused hurt it's awful and I also think that like so much comes with your period that as a as a young child or a girl starting a period until I was 30 odd I was really unaware of my body and my periods and what that meant for me but when I was at my friend's last night and I said to her about I've come off my pill and 
I feel so much better now. I used to have five days in my pill packet and I'd be an absolute psychopath. Sorry, anybody that knew me when That's I was on the pill. not going to change. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not as much of a psycho. <clears throat> but I know that so many days before my period, like, there's just no looking at me and it's it's just not a nice thing. And I used to always think PMT was like something made up that people used to just use against women but it is real so if any any woman out there is having problems with mental health I would absolutely recommend that you document what you're doing um each month and see if there's a link to to where you are in your cycle as well I'm gonna add another book in for you as well for that one. Oh, yeah period power oh I've got to get it get it gotta get my it any woman out there read the book and it's all about actually like the t- the part of your cycle and things like that yeah. and how it actually makes you feel but mm-hmm. I think actually periods is a topic in the jar so it is a topic to in the us. jar we will come back we'll to come that back because to it, I'm actually on the coil I don't physically have periods but I have the, the emotions oh Christ stuff. don't well, we know we <laughs> well I'm still breastfeeding and I haven't had one oh, since I don't know so yeah. we need to listen read period power with a listening of Spice Girls yes, oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, just one more last thing yes. promise it's the last thing from me um and that is that one other thing I think I've learned through this whole little mental health journey that I've been on is that I'm really horrible to myself so um and I didn't know that until I read Fern Cotton's Quiet and that's all about um keeping your mind like stopping yourself from being nasty to yourself so then like I'll I'll do something and something will happen and somebody will react in a way and I think it's me and then I'm like oh it's because I'm this because I've got ginger hair or (laughs) 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 or it's because I'm maybe a bit heavier than what I was three years ago or it's because it's always me and I think that it it does and I think that if you just are a little bit more if if all of our listeners could just take all this one thing away with them today I would be really really happy because I think it would really change people's lives um that just listen to how you actually talk and think about yourself and all of the bad shit that you're doing you don't need to do that just be really really nice don't say something to yourself or think something that you wouldn't to somebody else out loud it is it's a habit it's a habit but you really need to stop not you you listeners (laughs) you need to stop and just stop being so bloody hard on yourself and I think that's where I am now that like you know what if people don't like me that's fine and it's them it's not me I'm me and I'm all right with me black eyed peas where is the love one love one love (laughs) yeah so that's that's I think that's a wrap isn't it it I've talked this whole podcast there's so much more we can talk about there's loads there's so so much we will yeah. we will we will um so yeah so um that's that's it from us really from today that's a wrap so yeah that is a wrap and um we are back with you guys next week again keep all of your lovely comments coming anything that you want us to potentially talk about we've got our topics jar it can never be too full um and uh we've got instagram mixed mams podcast a dot in between all the words and the same on Facebook and we will post um, some numbers for mental health on there but again if you want to get in touch with us send us a message and we do guarantee if, if you don't want that discussed with anybody else we will not discuss that we will all. also respond always, always. we always We're will always we are always here for you guys there is funders <laughs> all right right thanks very much guys bye bye, bye. Filling out my cup, coffee talk on the screen porch So in love, now you're the one I'm losing sleep for And I hope the wrong one slip right through your magic fingers